Today is part two of our conversation with Ari Hunniford. We spoke with her about Awkwardly Zen, where it's been, where it's going, all sorts of fun things in between. To learn more about Ari and Awkwardly Zen, you can visit the website at awkwardlyzen.com. To contact myself or Lori, you can email us at spiritroadpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to Awkwardly Zen Presents Spirit Road, a podcast about our spiritual journey where we can be awkwardly ourselves. It's a path that can be funny, absurd, enlightening, and life-changing all at the same time. Join us as we explore this mysterious world and life we live in. I'm Tim Behrens. I'm Laurie Hewitt. And, and this, this is Spirit Road. to the topic of awkwardly zen it's been a what it's been a couple of years now uh Uh, two and a half two and a half years wow yeah if you were to give a state of the union address (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so awkwardly zen you know we created awkwardly zen as a safe space to be awkwardly yourself and it started so um, organically in some ways and so randomly in other ways. You know, I, many of you have heard this story before and I know I've done that on the podcast, but just bullet points. I kept getting all these readings that something big was coming, something big was coming, something big was coming and that I had this job to do and and I didn't know what that meant. And, you know, it's so interesting now to listen to so many people who come into Awkwardly Zen who are getting those same messages and to be able to sit and be like, just be patient, it's coming. Like it'll it'll unfurl in the way you need it to. And then COVID hit and I was doing nothing for the first time in maybe ever. Um, And I was sitting in my Zen garden and communing with my squirrels and my bunnies and like really understanding nature um, in a way that I hadn't in who knows if maybe ever. And I was kind of like, okay, well, I'm not getting these messages anymore. So maybe it's not there. And then I went to Kendara Laurel's meetup group and Lori Hewitt, our own Lori Hewitt was speaking and um, she decided to do an example of what it, what it was like to meet with your soul council. She picked me. And so in this meeting, she had this little like mini, and I don't even remember what you said in the meeting, but what it did is it made me go, you know what? I'm going to get a full reading from this woman, which I had had many readings from Lori little small readings, but I had never gotten a full reading. And so we met and it would have been July 26th that we met because that was the day. Oh no, it would have been a couple of days before that, I think. Yeah. So the week before we met and she said, well, your soul council is saying you have to start a meetup. And I went, why would I do that? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know, but that's what they're saying. And So I did. So Awkwardly Zen, which was at that time, it had come to me, but I didn't, I thought it was a book. I thought I was writing a book. And so I started the meetup as a safe space to be awkwardly yourself on your spiritual path. And um, two days later, we had uh, 60 people in the group. And I was like, okay, guess I better figure this out. And so I invited my circle of friends who were all on the spiritual path at the same time with me to my back 
patio and we social distanced and talked about, and I showed them the downloads that I had gotten about this community and about what it looked like and what I saw. And I thought I was telling them my dream. And at the end of it, uh, Amber Toach, who is our uh, COO, she said, we're in, what do you need? And I said, I don't, what, (laughs) what does that mean? And all of a sudden it turned from my thing to our thing. And I'm so grateful for that because I, there's no way I could have done it on my own. Um, I mean, Awkwardly Zen is completely volunteer run at this point. We do over 30 free events every month. Plus we have multiple membership levels. We have a free membership for anyone who wants to be a part of it and they get some access, but we also have some paid memberships, which help us keep our digital doors open because it does cost money to do all of that. And it's been such an amazing journey because we went from one meetup with those 60 people two days into it to all of a sudden we had three meetups and we were in Denver and in Kansas City and in Salt Lake. And then it just kind of kept morphing into this bigger thing. And it makes me laugh because both Tim and Lori were moderators with us because that's kind of what makes us different is we moderate every event and make sure that everybody's safe. And I remember when we hit a thousand people, which would have been two years ago, almost exactly a couple of weeks ago, when we hit a thousand people, I remember the conversation after Zen Zoom one night with you of how are we going to keep this sense of community? Because this is so beautiful, but it's getting so big. And I was thinking about that the other day because it popped up in my memories that we had hit a thousand people. And, you know, here we are two years after that, two and a half years since we started And we're at over 10,000 people. We're in 16 different locations in four different countries. And I believe that that is only going to grow drastically in this next year. I see a lot of potential for more locations, even though the locations at this point don't really mean anything in the sense that we don't do a lot of in-person stuff. We have a few things here and there, but I think that is shifting as well. We're starting to look at how can we create those in-person events in some of our areas um, that will allow people to connect one-on-one. The Zoom has been such a blessing to us and Meetup has been such a blessing. And like truly my best friends in the world right now, I wouldn't have without Awkwardly Zen. So I can't be grateful enough for the technology that has brought us all together. But while we grow that and become more connected with more people all over the world, how do we also make sure that that person who is really desperate for that hug, wherever they're from, gets that hug? Because that's a part of community as well. So that's kind of one of the things, I'm not going to say we're working on it, because really my whole theme for this year is to simplify and allow. So everything we're doing right now is, do is this a necessity is there a purpose for this? No, cut it out, cut it out. (laughs) And then letting things happen the way that they're supposed to. So letting new practitioners find us and interacting with them and seeing how it feels. And, you know, that's one of the things I think I'm most proud of is that we vet all of our practitioners. Like you don't, you don't get to be a part of Awkwardly Zen in our partnership. You can be a part of Awkwardly Zen no matter what, but you don't get to be a partner with Awkwardly Zen unless you've done a reading for one of the lead team. And then unless we are positive that your integrity is intact and, and that you're headed in that right direction. And that's, 
it's not an easy thing to do because it's a personal one-on-one, but that's why we have a whole team of people who run Awkwardly Zen so that it's not just me making those decisions. And if I'm not sure about something, I can be like, hey, Sophia or Amber or Valerie, can you guys meet with this person and see what your vibe is here? Because that's the other thing is like, we're all humans. So we all have our own personal stuff that gets in the way sometimes. You know, this podcast would not exist if it wasn't for Awkwardly Zen, because that's how I met Tim, who's in Kansas City, and I'm in Denver. And so it's just amazing to me all the incredible people that I now know and count as friends who live all over the world. I mean, I know someone that I love dearly from South Africa. I would have never met that person without Awkwardly Zen. Well, and what's so cool about that is part of the messages that I was getting at the beginning and still get is that we had to create this community because we need to team up with other communities out there, right? Like we're not the only ones who are doing this. We might be doing it in a slightly different way. I haven't met another Awkwardly Zen yet, but there are groups of people all over the world who are coming out of the shadows and who are saying, yeah, I'm spiritual and this feels right. And we need to talk about it. And it's weird. Like it is weird to go through some of these things, right? And if you don't have an opportunity to talk to someone because your spouse or your friends are like, all right, whatever, then it's hard. And so to create the space where people can come in and, you know, within our guidelines, our guidelines are are set to to keep people safe, to make sure there's no hate speech, to make sure that we're we're being being kind to one another and not trying to boss people around. But within that, like we hold space for so many different variety of people. Like it's astounding to me when I sit in a room and what's been so beautiful about it is that we have so many men, you know, there's there, I knew we would have a lot of women because that is very much the spiritual world, but there are so many more men who are stepping in to this side of themselves. And so while we've gone through some challenges with both men and women with different members who came in without wanting to keep the integrity of our, our guidelines in place overall, it's been astounding. Like I was saying to someone the other day out of, 10,500 people I think we have right now in two and a half years, I think we've only had to kick out like five or six people out of the group. Like that is astounding to have that kind of energy. Now other people have faded away and and their energy didn't match and that's fine, but it just, it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool thing to realize that, that we're all coming together with this idea that we can be more at home in our own spirituality. And we can do that with other people who can hold our hand when it's hard, because sometimes it's hard. Yes. And I think it really speaks to that growing awareness and need of connection and people, like you say, finding their own spirituality and then needing to find other folks to help them on that journey. I've just, you know, through Awkwardly Zen, I've really seen that grow and grow and grow over these couple of years, which fascinates me. When I first started on this path a million years ago, it was like we had to meet in secret and whisper about it because it was just not okay. And we could have been burned as witches, it felt like. And so, and you had to sort of sneak around to find books and information. And I've just watched it over all these years begin to become more vocal and acceptable and just out, kind of out of the closet, if you will. And Awkwardly Zen, I feel like, came at that perfect time to really, in in some ways, 
move it along even quicker, like jumpstart it, you know, and really give people a platform. I do remember that conversation about wondering how we would be able to maintain community as it as it grew and, yeah. and working with the technology. And at the same time, I'm now reflecting on how I was in a paradigm shift discussion group here in Kansas City, where we literally did meet in this dark room in the back of a coffee shop where we had all had these shifts in consciousness and we were looking for community and support. And these conversations uh, kind of evolved in such a way that when we found Awkwardly Zen, discovered that this conversation was going on all over. And it was interesting to see how that topic and that line of conversation kind of we were able to bring that into a larger community and it's very validating and supportive to know all of these things that we had been struggling with with individuals. We found our community here and then our community found the larger world community. And and it's it's been really interesting, yeah, just to see it grow and to think about all of the people that we've met that we would have never met without the world shutting down, without without meetup going online. Um, it seemed like there was a lot of silver linings and and what was happening. So absolutely. Well, and, and you, like, when you think about the past of everything, right? So when I sometimes start going back into how things got to where they are, I can look at my own path and go, okay, here's how I got here, 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 here. But then sometimes just for fun, I'll be like, okay, so Lori was such a huge part of my path with saying meetup, right? And awkwardly Zen. But when, then I have to go, okay, so Lori's path, right? All of those times that you were talking about it in the dark and all of that, all of that had to happen in order for you to be in the right spot at the right time to tell me to start meetup. And you, Tim, and what you're talking about, you and Stephanie having that, that paradigm shift group, when I think about that and how if you two wouldn't have come in, Right. And you came in and then you brought Stephanie. And I think I can remember that specific meeting actually when that happened. So when you came in and, you know, immediately all of us fell in love with Tim, right? We were like, oh my God, he's the best. He's the best. He's the best. We love Tim. And honestly, for a little while there, you guys have heard me joke about this, but it, Tim is why we still have men in Awkwardly Zen. Went through a rough patch there. True. Yeah. And but it was like, but we can't say no because we love Tim. And now I'm so grateful because we have so many amazing men who are, willing to be a part of a community and start instead instead of trying to tell us how to run <laughs> the community but it has been such a joy to watch that but when you think about that and then you think about it from 10,500 people right because every single one of those people are experiencing their own things mm-hmm. and then they come together and then we've created this just little nugget of like wonder to me. Like, it's just so amazing. And every conversation, like we have been having Zen Zooms for two and a half years and we now have four a week. And I participate in a lot of those and I am never bored. Not once am I bored because it's so fun to watch the shift of, of what we talk about. Cause each Zen Zoom, we ask everyone in the room what's going on with them. And then that's how the conversation is led and it'll go through phases, right? Like for weeks, it'll be everyone's talking about boundaries for some reason. And then three, four weeks later, everyone's talking about interstellars. And then everyone's talking about... So that has also been such a, like, it's a collective energy that is morphing and going. And you find that the people who need to be together find themselves there. And there, I can't tell you how many people say, I don't even know how I found this group. And here I am. 
And it's just like in those moments when you hear that and you see the people in the room who've been there a long time go, yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty normal, right? So it's just been such a like absolute joy. And, you know, I think the big thing, and I'm a big encourager of people starting their own stuff because a lot of times when people come to me and they'll be like, well, I wish you did it this way. And I wish you did it this way. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a great idea. I think you should do that. Part of that is me going, okay, I don't, I I'm all for, for good uh, feedback. Right. And, and I will take that into consideration, but there are reasons that we are doing it the way that we're doing it. And so we make those shifts as a team and we hear that feedback and we do that. But when someone has like a, I want to do a woman's only group and they come to us and they're like, you need to do a woman's only group. And we're like, you know what? I think you should do a woman's only group. We'd love to hear about it. And we do a lot of partner events with people because that's another shift is I don't want to be in competition with people. Like we are all heading in the same direction, right? We're all connected. We're all energetically divine. So I don't know. I don't, I just, I feel like we can all work together and help each other out. And there's plenty for everyone. Not everyone in spirituality has that mindset, but we definitely are doing our best to keep that energy going. It's kind of an abundance mindset, I would say. Like, it seems like competition often arises from this idea that there's a lack of resources or a limited audience for something. And I think if the last couple of years have proven anything is that there is no lack of need for connection or need for safe space, need to talk about these things that we're all collectively experiencing. And yeah, I think the more that we support each other and practitioners as well, that um, we'll just find that the, the audience is unlimited. The community is unlimited. Well, and realizing that we all energetically connect with people in different ways. And so like for me, if someone comes to Awkwardly Zen and then that opens the door to another group that feel I'm okay, go come back and see us when you want a dose of Awkwardly Zen energy. Like that's great. Right. And we bring in those practitioners to teach randomly on things. And that's usually what happens is people will come in, they go to the Zen Zooms for a while, and then they kind of move on to something else. And then they'll pop into a variety of meetings. And that's lovely. I just want to be a catalyst for getting people where they need to be to get whatever those messages are that are going to help them feel more at home in their own self. Because I know that that's been a huge part of my journey. There's a poem out there and I can't remember who it is, but the the main comment is, do you like who you're with when you're by yourself? And for years, I that would terrify me, right? And fear is a big block, right? Because I I just, I could not imagine being by myself. Like there always had to be noise. There always had to be this. And the more I've gone down this path and the more I have faced some of those fears and that I have worked through them, both with therapy and also with spiritual things, I'm now really good at being by myself. I, re- I really enjoy it. I enjoy the the time and the energy. And I also enjoy now that through that quiet time, I have realized these connections to all these other entities. So if I don't want to be alone, no worries, I'm not. Um, And on top of that, I've gotten to meet all of these freaking amazing people from so many different walks of life all over the world. And like, when I think about that, it just, it boggles my brain. It's beautiful. Yeah, so so knowing that as a podcast, sometimes it takes us a little while to get these out in a, a non 
time sensitive way, just want to ask the question, what are you excited about next? Like what, what do you see in the, in the coming weeks and months? So I'm going to answer that somewhat vaguely because it's sure. somewhat vague in my mind. I think, think that this year we're going to see growth into new areas um, and new countries. I think that that will be something that happens. I think we're going to be starting some things like creating a store where people can buy awkwardly Zen gear and fun stuff like that, which will help us move into those new areas. Because when you are at a certain level on meetup, you have to pay per location. So that's why, why that money is necessary. I personally am moving into a more full-time focus on the metaphysical and awkwardly Zen. So that is going to create some adjustment as it goes on. Cause I've been working full-time plus jobs the whole time that we've been doing this other than COVID. So I think that um, we're going to see some transition in how things are done behind the scenes, which means you guys won't see anything probably. And, and that's, I think one of the things, both of you have been involved behind the scenes. So you understand the intensity of that. We're really working on um, growing our moderators to be some of our international friends to do it so that we can bring in some more times that fit for them because a lot of our stuff is in the evening in U.S. time, and that is not an option for a lot of our international friends. So hoping that we can bring in some teachers and things like that to teach at those odd hours. And so I think that will be the case. And then we got some stuff up our sleeves for our practitioners to really help them grow their businesses and really work on introducing them to new people so that one, they can thrive because they deserve to thrive right within their businesses and their metaphysical businesses. But two, we can get the people who need the messages from them to them. Because I, you know, I look at someone like Lori and it comes out of my mouth probably 14 times a week of like, we well, got to meet with Lori, you got to meet with Lori, you got to meet with Lori. And I know Lori only has so much time, but I think about all those people around the world who have no idea who Lori Hewitt is. And so being in a situation where I can introduce them to Lori or to Valerie or to Tim or to Jillian or to me and say, Hey, find who fits for you. I just think it opens up our whole world. So I think we're going to see a lot more with that. And also I think we're going to start doing some mini group readings for pay with some of our practitioners. So people can experience. That was a huge part of my path at the beginning was going to group readings and not paying a huge amount of money, but getting those messages and seeing my friends get those messages. So if we can create some opportunities like that for some people, especially those who are in spiritual wastelands, right, who can't get to those kind of things. Um, so I think we're going to be hopefully working on some of those opportunities as well. And then you guys can all listen to this later on and be like, well, you didn't do that. Uh <laughs> All of that is a big old maybe. So I have many, many visions for what I think Awkwardly Zen will come to eventually. But this year, the message that I've been getting is just let it let it happen and really go into the flow of it and really enjoy this beautiful thing that's been created by so many people putting their love and their passion and their willingness to be a part of something big together because it is not me. Um, the overall idea is me and I know I have a role to play here, but if I did not have four or 50 volunteers who are constantly helping, if I didn't have the lead team who meets multiple times a week, if I didn't have the ethics committee who stands up when I am at a loss for how to handle something, 
it just wouldn't be what it is. So I'm just super grateful, not to mention the 10,500 people who pop in and out and become such a beautiful part of community, which is cool. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for all that you do and for being here today. And we look forward to seeing what comes next. Thanks. And if people want to find Awkwardly Zen, who might be listening to this, who don't know where it is, how do they find it? So you can go to awkwardlyzen.com and there's a variety of things to look at there. But really looking up Awkwardly Zen on Meetup is really probably the best way because that's where all of our events run through and the emails and all of that run through. So if you look up Awkwardly Zen, it should pop you into one of the 16 locations there. And uh, definitely in the show notes, we can put the link to the overall one that tells you all the locations so you can pick the one closest to you. Perfect. Thank you, Ari, for being here today. Thanks, guys. It was fun to hang out with you. 